coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California. This is the Strings Unraveled Book Club. This month we are talking about a book that was my pick um, called Oksana Behave by an author, Maria Kuznetsova. Um, and I have the, a little, well, it's not a synopsis. It's the blurb from the back of the book, but it's the best I could find. So it says when, when Oksana and her family move from the Ukraine to Florida to begin a new American life, her physicist father delivers pizza at night to make ends meet. Her cranky mother sits at home all day worrying and her flamboyant grandmother relishes the attention she gets from all men. All Oksana wants is to be as far away from her family as possible to have friends and to be normal. And though she constantly tries to do the right thing, she keeps getting in trouble. As she grows up, she continues to misbehave from somewhat accidentally maiming the school bus bully to stealing the much coveted key to New York City's Gramercy Park to falling in love with a married man. After her grandmother moves back to the Ukraine, Oksana longs for the motherland that looms large in her imagination, but it is a country she never really knew. When she visits her grandmother in Yalta, and learns about her romantic past, Oksana comes to a new understanding of how to live without causing harm to the people she loves. But will Oksana ever quite learn to behave? I'm not entirely sure I agree with the last part of yeah, that. But I did not take that away from her no, time in Yalta at all. <laughs> not really. So what were your uh, impressions of, like, did you like it? I loved it. Yeah? I love, I love Oksana. She, I once told my husband, because we knew each other from the time we were 18 to we didn't start dating till we were in our mid twenties. I think it was 23, 24. Mm -hmm. Um, I once told him that it was a very good thing that I did not date him at the time that I knew that he had a crush on like reciprocated the uh -huh. crush because I would have used and abused him and moved on. Yeah. And I could have so been Oksana. <laughs> like, not, not in many ways. I would never, I would never cheat and I would never be the other woman, but right. But her craspness, oh yeah, you y'all got like uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ever wondered how terrible in the inside of Aunt Ted is? <laughs> well, I think she uh, it's all her internal monologue, yeah. so she probably sounds like a lot of people. But yes, um, for me, it, this was a case of it's one of those books where I didn't really care too much about any of the characters, nor did I really like a whole lot of the characters, <laughs> um, because I mean, I think I was reading um. Like reviews and stuff about it after I had finished it. One person said that um, Kuznetsova never explores Oksana's motivations very well. Mm -hmm. For a story told in the first person, it's remarkably introspection free. That's, Oksana I think appears that's key to her personality. Well, okay, so it says Oksana appears detached from her own feelings and actions, as if watching herself from a distance. This approach works well in the childhood scenes, her sense of bewilderment and dislocation authentic to the early immigrant experience. And when uh, teenage Oksana suffers loss, this distant nihilistic tone is an effective expression of guilt. But as she ages, the protagonist never evolves, continuing to narrate her self-destructive life in the same curmudgeonly voice, devo devo devoid excuse me, of insight. I think that I... gives adulthood too much credit. Like, I don't think people evolve a lot beyond the awareness they have in their teenage years. I think awareness does come a little, a little bit of aware self-awareness 
or self-discovery really kind of shock comes to her later. Yeah, as a, she as adult. motherhood. Like, yeah. I think... Well, that, and I think with, with the connection with her grandmother yeah. towards the end and that how that develops, mm-hmm. I think she never... It's almost like, wow, I never saw myself that way. And I, it's interesting how this other person's perspective of me was like, oh, wow. But I think that's how she survives. I think that's how she copes with how... How the different things that go on in her life. I never fell in love with her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Quite frankly, everything about her, how she reacts to things in a very self-destructive way just kind of pisses me off. (laughs) That part, like, I most certainly was like, ugh, are you never, ever going to try to, like, like, why do you always keep making these contrary decisions? Like, at some point in your life, are you going to... I come to feel it was a distraction so she wouldn't have to think too hard on things. Yeah, which is why I think we don't ever get, like, I think it's very deliberate that we don't get that more self-effacing. She never actually is self-effacing. Right. (laughs) And I kind of think she uses her... The way she often used sexuality to completely distract and change the subject, yeah, to an extreme expression, yeah, in my, in my view. Um, I, I don't want to talk to you, so I'll suck on your cock. So. Yeah. <laughs> never, <laughs> never I have I not wanted to talk to someone so much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah this, that, book, this book was dirtier than I thought oh, it was yeah. going to be. Oh, I was wondering why you're... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh... This will not be something I recommend to, like... In the same way that I regretted starting ah. to watch Outlander with my mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. This book There's, will not uh, Maybe get... be careful about who you recommend yeah. it There's to. There's this one Chuck Yeah, Palahonic. she's just a little graphic sometimes. Yeah. There's this one Chuck Palahonic book called Choke that... Uh, it's about sex addicts. Uh-huh. And when you tell it, was, I loved it. Um, <laughs> but when you admit to people that you've read it, and then they go read it, then they know that you've read this and you liked it, right? You and know? so you're like, should I recommend it? Should I not recommend it? <laughs> but you know it? what? I'm I'm past that. I love Doxana. Like I do not identify with her on all things, but um, mm-hmm. and at some point in her adulthood, it was like, come on, like come on. Yeah. There Maybe- were sometimes though, I did have sympathy for her character. I didn't, th- at no point did I hate this character. I will, okay, maybe in the beginning I kind of hated her, but actually as a child. That's why I, she's most adorable. <laughs> as a child, I understood why she did the things she did. And honestly, I felt like she was often misunderstood. Like with a bully, she stood up for herself. Mm-hmm. Good for her. I'm sorry he got hurt too bad. He yeah. shouldn't have been, he, honestly, we all know he deserved it. Yeah. There were, <laughs> the book was told in like a series of like vignettes of her life as she aged. And some of them, really illustrated the fact that she couldn't behave right but that one was less so she was defending her friend you know she yeah. that one was more excusable some of the others not so much but um and she loses control if she drinks yeah just yeah um she does I have, not make good choices i didn't see that as uh i saw her always acting the same whether or not she was inebriated like i saw her make different I saw her thought process go one way, and the when, then as she got more alcohol, she'd say, screw it. I'm gonna go well, I think this. her inhibitions just get <laughs> inhibitions, lower, yeah. Yeah. which they probably do for everybody. But her inhibitions are very low to begin right. with. Right. <laughs> the bar's not set too high. Yeah, maybe no. that's why I didn't observe that as a trigger, per se. Um, I've been um, getting into learning about the Enneagram, which is like um, a personality type sort of test 
Um, and there are different like types. So you're like one through, I don't know if it's like eight or nine or something. Yeah, anyway, I've heard about that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I relate to Oksana on certain levels because I feel like we're probably the same Enneagram type, huh. um, which is a type seven. Um, but one of the like aspects of it, if it's, you know, if you're at a healthy level or an unhealthy level, these different um, attributes come so to, into play. you that type, but on right. the range of that So it, on the more unhealthy level spectrum, it says you get into conspicuous consumptions of all forms of excess. You're self-centered, materialistic, greedy, and never feeling that you have enough, demanding or pushy, yet unsatisfied and jaded. Addictive, hardened, and insensitive. So that's like at the low end of being in say, the healthy That's not room. you at all. It, no, it but like one of the... <laughs> One of the uh, markers of this personality type is, like, a distraction in whatever indulgence you want to distract from feeling your feelings. So, right. from dealing with in yourself. that sense. I got it. Yeah. I could see that in her, but. Um, yeah. That was a perfect description of, it's like the author was like, what kind of character could I build off of this description? Mm-hmm. And so, I, I think that's a very I'm curious, good analysis of her. The author is also born in you. Ukraine and yeah. Kiev and transferred you to America. You have to wonder how autobiographical right. is. Yeah, like if she is, that. if it's very close to or if just inspired by her, you mm-hmm. know, maybe she knew it someone like, like her. It sounded like she took, so, when her grandmother moved back, that she took several trips over her mm-hmm. young adult life to be with her grandmother. Like if she was in college, she used it as an excuse to write a thesis or write a, a dissertation, dissertation or whatever it is. or something. Yeah. Um, I think that um she's almost a sociopath at some at mm-hmm. points like when she steals the key yeah and she's just like well this is how i burn this bridge right um okay but the guy was a douche he just yeah yeah, it- yeah he was a cardboard tool for us to Absolutely. see her act right out hey, okay you're not gonna do it so i'm gonna fish myself off over here in the bush i'm like he had a cardboard like, tool. He was a tool. Um, <laughs> I like, but it was also how he really, said goodbye to Lee. Did she like, really steal it, or did he just accidentally no, she, forget? She stole he it. He kind of forgot it and left it. She be. picked it up and put it in her pocket. She didn't leave it behind. No, in my head, I was justifying because I thought he deserved it too. Well, yeah, he probably did deserve <laughs> it because he was. But see, like, I mean, she attracted to herself the kinds. Those kind of. She was frustrated because the have. person that she was with. I can't remember if he had expressed to her that he was in love with her and she's like, I'm going to get back at you because I don't feel the same way. I'm going to go over here with your friend instead. Yeah. Like she's a a terrible person. Yeah. Lee was like, Mm -hmm. I'm moving here for you. Right. And she's like, Mm -hmm. I'm moving away. Yeah. Bye bye. And tell me, clearly there's a lack of communication. One, she wasn't aware how much he cared for her. Uh, Certainly. She probably was aware. Yeah. But he should, before he moved back, and committed himself that wasn't to her that fault that she was like, I didn't ever, you he, never told me you wanted to move here. And I never said I wanted to stay in New York. Yeah. And his expectations that she should be absolutely thrilled were completely right. unrealistic. Well, I mean, that is such clearly a... clearly they didn't have that level of relationship, yeah, except in his fantasy. Such a childish behavior to be like, surprise, I'm moving here. Like, right. Why aren't you happy? Yeah. yeah. Grownups who want to have a life together... You have this conversation of like, I'm thinking of moving here. What do you think about that? Uh-huh. But there's, I mean, she doesn't, she doesn't want grown up relationships. So she doesn't attract people who know how to have grown up relationships. Right. Yeah. They are kind of, they were kind of the same kind of person. The, I'm going to do this because this is going to make me happy. And you're going to, of course, in my head, love it. 
So I didn't have to talk to you about it because that would spoil my dream. Yeah. Well, living in a fantasy land. I like there were some kind of surreal moments. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess when she was going into the... I mean, I can't put my finger on I just remember thinking like, oh, we're so in her head. It's like when she sees her brother, but it's really her father. Yeah. Yeah. She sees herself floating in the water, but she's standing on the shore. And yeah. Yeah. I, I like those moments. Would this read as a movie? Do you that's, think? Well, that's kind of when I was thinking, like, how would that translate to screen? Mm. Um, Maybe small screen? I don't know. No, I don't no, think. No, there's not, not enough unless substance. It's H- not unless yeah. it's HBO. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's not enough going on for it to be a series. Ooh, that's a burn. <laughs> well, I mean, I, not a lot of books do have enough substance to be a series. As, as a one-off book that's not a series. Fair enough. You know. Um, Just because movie is so usually short chain. But would you want to see a, a see her in a different a book with her in the next phase of life as a mom and as a? No, I was definitely done with her at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. there was another one, I don't think I would read it. Yeah. So you don't think that after her grandmother's passing and that realization that she would have changed? I no, don't. Or are, I we, actually, are, are we who we are? We I don't are think the point the was that she was going to change. I think it was just. This was a journey along. Yeah, and it was solidifying her. for her that it's okay that she is the way that she is because her grandma never changed. That's the way that she, yeah. But her grandma always seemed happy. Sure. I thought. Well, she you was know. embracing it. She you was know. embracing it. Oksana wasn't. Yeah. Well, but then she had the voice of her mom all the time. You know, time. it was surprising to me because she didn't seem like the type that would want to fall into the married with kids role yeah when she said she wanted kids that shocked me because all of a sudden she was like i'm getting married like when she was engaged and i was like okay and then they were married and they're pregnant and i'm like this just doesn't seem like the oxana that i've heard of from the rest of the book okay but and i couldn't tell if she was trying to convince herself that that's what she wanted but if it's her internal monologue that we're hearing she actually really did well see Mm. that's where i think you'd see some dynamism in her I, I think we all have the capability of lying to ourselves. Yeah. And I yeah. think that was, I think that is something that happened. She wanted, there's lots of people that say, maybe, for, I think for her, maybe the children were the next type of distraction. Yeah, but she talked about how she'd always wanted kids. She but, said that. Uh, okay, but as we've seen her grow up, she never said anything like that. That's what I'm saying. So That's what I'm saying. At the I, don't end, think she's, I don't think she's always wanted it. I think she's convinced herself. I don't know. It wasn't clear if she had because that's yeah. not very they just out said. of character for her. I have right. an easier time believing that this is just a compartment we didn't recognize in her. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's poor writing because it wasn't expressed previous to this. Mm. Because they set up a character to be like this, and then all of a sudden, you know, near the end, she's not. But mm-hmm. at the very end, she kind of switches back to the kind of horrible person she's been this whole time. Yeah. So she's still excited to be a mother, but she cheats on her husband. Yeah, and I'm well, like, do you want to be married to Roman? See, I think That's he true. deserved that every... Like, it's not... It's bad. Bad that she did that. I right. mean, my judgment on it is that it's bad. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, what what do you expect, sir? You cheated with her. Right. Like, yeah, she was the other woman. Are you be surprised if you, you get cheated on? Like, right. You kind of set, set the standard. <clears throat> also, did she want him? I guess she did. She was attracted to him before because when the brother was like, "Oh, maybe he wants me," mm-hmm. you know, she was like, "No, I'll just take this, thank you." Yeah, you can't have it. Yeah, she's selfish. I love that the mom's like, 
did you think I was blind? Do you think I don't no. know? You really think because that's sense. that dynamic between kids being completely oblivious of what their parents really believe and think, mm-hmm. and the reality of oh yeah, I knew it was gay. Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you you can see that. <laughs> what did I do to deserve children's dear disease? God? I do not believe in that was <laughs> no, my favorite. <laughs> what in what previous life did I do not believe in? <laughs> yes, I love 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 love. Yeah, I love the mom. Um, I don't have specific book club questions for this book because there weren't any, but I have like some generic ones. So, um, would you say that the mom was your favorite character? No, I really liked Toxana. I mean, she was mm-hmm. a hateful person, but I really liked her. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the grandmother and, um, Anatoly Petrovich. Yeah. Yes. He was so sweet. Yes. And the grandmother was just fun. Well, I I mean, she is the blossoming of... Because, like, Oksana's completely rejecting her. Like, I'm going to get Grandma arrested. Right. Let's see how officer-friendly this really works. <laughs> yeah. And then by the end of the book, like, that could be the evolution we see, is that she's no longer rejecting the woman she's probably going to become in resembling her grandmother's behaviors uh-huh. or tendencies or personality I see her rejecting that in the same way that any kid who has to room with someone two generations beyond would resent that but as an adult it was her grandmother that she went to go see more often than Mm -hmm. I think than even her than her mom it was her grandmother who she actually confided in that she who understood her Mm -hmm. more more than anybody even if she wasn't aware of it was a link to her father too Right. Yeah, that's um, true. But I love that. Okay, so her whole life, I, I, I mean, I like her mom. I know her mom was really tough, but I kind of think her mom kind of set them up to self-doubt all the time because she was so critical of them. Yeah, she's pretty harsh. But later, she does use, she uses, you know, what did I do to deserve these children? But mm-hmm. she says it in a positive way yes. toward the end. Like a poet. And like right. A, yeah. An artist or something. I forget what she says. She said a, a poet. Comedian? A... Yeah, a yeah, comedian. She's kind of mocking it, but she's also praising it. But um, so I the... think her grandma's my favorite character, actually. Yeah, she was fun. Um, so the book is told in like a series of little stories about her growing up. What was your favorite one? Did you have a favorite one? Hmm. Like when she's young and she meets the police officer and her friend's like, if you call 911, they'll show up at your house. Yeah. And what does she do? My grandmother is, what is she trying to she's kill me? She's trying to kill me. <laughs> I liked that one a lot, actually, because mm-hmm. it's that, like, becoming of the world's, the, like, um, becoming aware of the world through your friend's eyes and mm-hmm. thinking they have this big, grand knowledge of the world that you don't. Right. Um, <clears throat> I, yeah, I think that I probably like Little Oksana best. I mm-hmm. didn't enjoy the high school years. Right, especially with the And I track didn't coach. like the college years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she's just, she's so quick to try to please a man that that was, I just had a hard time with that. I didn't like her during those years. Actually, even though she ch- cheated with you know, with Roman, she's, well, Roman cheated on his wife, but she, in, until the pregnancy incident, mm-hmm. did she cheat any other time when she was pregnant with him, on him? 
She only said that, that she's never been she's unfaithful. She's flirted with it. Yeah. Right. She's flirted with it until So this was the first time that she actually acted on it. Because I feel like she actually really cared for him. She really loved him. Yeah. And she, it seemed like it. Like, I mean, maybe to the best of her abilities. Like she was going to be a better person. I think is she's she is. mostly, I mean, it played out at different points in her life, but she was very obsessive about certain men and how, like, she was, like, desperately in love with the track coach guy, right? Yeah. Or the so the one kid from college that ended up yeah. being sober and then not being sober. Yeah. And it was her fault. Though, I mean, she did it. That wasn't her fault. That was her fault. Wait, wait, wait. No. She he chose to break his sobriety. Well, yeah. She also. It was triggered by her. I mean. He should have told his girlfriend. He should have, but he lied about that. And then she willfully. Right. Betrayed their confidence. Well, I mean, I think she did think that she knew. I don't know. Maybe she didn't yeah, know for sure. I, well, it says it confirms. I think they were like they're at the bar after a dance, and she's like, "Oh, I feel better. I feel I don't feel as good as I did when whatever his name was yeah, got remember. off." And then she, she said something about confirming what she long suspected that she didn't know. Right. Um, but what's interesting is okay. So I think she just really did not like that girlfriend because that girlfriend was so completely different from who well, she, she wanted was. to be his girlfriend. Yeah. And he picked her instead. I still don't like um, Jessica Biel because the girl that I, ha- the guy I had a crush because on. Because she's married to Justin Timberlake? No, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I love them as a couple actually. No, because the boy I had a crush on, like his brother was on oh. a travel soccer team that she like, she also played in or something. And he actually like really thought he had a chance to oh. get to date Jessica Biel. <laughs> And so I still have this like, ugh. Justin <laughs> Even though I think she's great. Yeah. And I think she and Justin Timberlake, when I listen to his more recent music, I'm like, he is singing about his sexy wife that he loves. Like, I yeah. love that. But, um, but I still, still, still. It's hard not to hate the yeah. girl that, the yeah. boy that you really like is dating. <laughs> Rightfully so. so ridiculous now. <laughs> I, uh, when I was in high school, I was obsessed with this one kid. He was in my math class and I thought he was so cute and he was, I must've been like a sophomore and he was a junior and he had a girlfriend, mm-hmm. but I remember, I don't know why, she's the worst. I don't know why I was so <laughs> stupid. I asked him to the Sadie Hawkins dance because I think I thought that they had broken up um, and do you know what he said to me? I have to say? ask my girlfriend if it's okay. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> I was like stupid and like love struck, so I was like, "Well, I'll just wait till he tells me he asked his girlfriend," and not like actually like, "No, I'm not going to go with you." Poor Katie. <laughs> so yeah, we've all been there. He should have just said. Do no. you know what his girlfriend's name was? Jessica. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> so yeah, I can understand that. Uh, dude. <laughs> you poor thing. You guys are so confident. Or stupid. Or stupid. <laughs> I look back on all those times I was like, I'm bold. Well, now I look at this person I'm like, that guy was an idiot. Like, no. When I got asked to the prom, my response was, are you sure? Yeah. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> well, the guy was like student body president. And yeah, I knew him. But I was like, are you sure? <laughs> You're the right person, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you? I was looking behind me like, You're talking to me? Um, so do I, have I I definitely back to I think we asked do we have a favorite story of mm-hmm. Oksana's yeah I only like her as a child I guess she was cute and it. like 
it was justifiable when it she was, was a, a little kid. It was a precocious Then the way. older she got, the worse and worse of a person I think she yeah. became. Yeah. Um, because she doesn't really mature in her behavior. She still mm-mm. has the, like, overriding through all the, all the stories we hear of her life. She is impulsive. Yeah. And that yeah. is something that you're supposed to temper as you mature. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you should ever all the way get rid of it because that's something that can the impu- you got to have some impulse that because that drives you to move forward, but at the same time, her life is so chaotic because of her choices. Yep. And now, I, now that's not to say that her changing what she's going to do after college, mm-hmm. changing that, I don't have a problem with that because things in life develop oh, differently. Yeah. Just because you got a degree in something doesn't mean that's what you're going to do. That. You know, changing that, that's okay. But mm-hmm. but she's the, no, I'm not going to pursue this. I'm just going to go off to California and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, okay, that's running away. That's I not... did like the tension when they go to visit Roman's old in-laws mm-hmm. and um, where she's trying to, like, justify how important her writing is. And then she realized that she's demeaned this very talented artist who's facing the end of her life. Um, and, but she tries to take ownership of that. And when the mother, former mother-in-law is like, yeah, I know that you were cheating with my son. Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't, I mean, she, she, she owns up to that, but it's not like she, I felt like, okay, yeah, I, I'm aware of that. We're not going to, let's just get that done and talk about, we're not going to, we don't have to talk about it. Just know I'm aware of that. But then she kind of, li- I feel like the mother-in-law kind of liked her anyway. Yeah, I think she... Uh, I think for the grace of Roman, because he's so apparently lovable that they still love him after he betrayed their daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, if you hurt any of my children, you but, better watch out for me to come and get you. But <laughs> it also sounds like maybe they have a different view of what their daughter was like. I'm not saying she... I don't know if she... She mm, may not have through Oksana, so it was untrustworthy narration. Well, that's yep. true. Uh, that's true. Consider the source that we're getting it from. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear this story or some of these other characters' stories told through anyone else's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like to hear the story of growing up with, like, immigrant parents from her brother, like, as a closeted oh, yeah. gay man, you know, yeah. or I'd like to hear about... The boy who never knew his father, you know? Right. Like... Yeah, there was a lot. Or, you know, I'd like to hear her father's story, yeah. you know? It's just, or her grandmother oh, who grew up through the war her and like. Her father was my favorite say, character. No, yeah, yeah no, he was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, he passed away like maybe halfway through the book. She's 14. So it, parts I kind of forgot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at the beginning he was such like a. What would yeah. her life have been like if he hadn't passed away then? <sighs> Don't ask those questions. Yeah. That's when I really was like, oh, and now your dad died. Okay. Well, I love you. I but, I, but she is who she is. <laughs> And she yeah. might not really have been different. True. Sure. I mean, she still yeah. was impulsive and irresponsible as a child when her father was also, alive, but yeah. a lot of kids are like that. So she has this blossoming early sexuality, really. Right. Um, and maybe if he had, dad had been around to model, like, what a good adult man is like, mm-hmm. that might have changed her Tempered from it a 14 little. going on. True. That's true. She might have learned She probably would have valued herself a little, a little more. better. That's what it was. In college, she really didn't have any val- value, self-value, I thought. No. So I she would threw, agree with threw, that. She threw herself at men. I mean, 
It was for her own purposes. I think she used them just as much as she yeah, was used. I mean, used. did she really throw herself? She wasn't. A, I, she was not. No, a I think she, she just was, sort of. She was not a victim. Yeah, she had an active sex life. I and think she, she just sort of gave in to a lot. Didn't have a lot of meaningful sex. She had it as you know. Oh, my ear itches. I better scratch my ear. Right. <laughs> um. One of the other questions is. Um, hang on. Did reading the book impact your mood? Um, no. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I thought it was, like, a nice escapism. But it didn't... Except, um... Like, in the parts revolving around grief, that um, definitely brought me down. Mm-hmm. Um... It was, uh... Yeah, it wasn't heavy enough to really impact me too much. Yeah. Like it was easy enough for me. I listened to it because we have a month to listen to these things. So once I picked it, I listened to maybe the first half in a week or so. And then I took a break for a while and then I forgot that I had to finish the book. So I picked it back <laughs> up this week and like finished it. But it was easy enough to pick up like right where I yeah. left off. It mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, some books it's like if I had put it down that long, I would have started over, mm. you know, just because Please. I would be. Content was such that I was glad I was had headphones on. True, because <laughs> I'm in a family with a household with yep. either read the younger. actual paper version or uh, yeah, yeah. put some headphones. Be in. mindful of who's. My sitting. husband's yeah. trying to listen, you know, while he's doing his, you know, listen to his work while he, you know, he's <laughs> that might have distracted him or my mom might have walked. I apologize, I walked I apologize to any of our more sensitive listeners. You know, I um, yeah. yeah, I definitely. There was like, some graphic parts. It yeah. was like. I wish I could fast forward. I, well, actually, because I was reading the audio with that, I could just flip You know, page. I don't mind I it. Yeah. Like, I cannot skip parts of books. No, it yeah. makes me feel guilty. Yeah. Oh, oh or I just, I don't like missing anything. Yeah. I, what if something happened in that little bit that's like the key thing? I, I didn't mind it well, if I was reading this page, like... I could always... That's the thing. Because I'm reading it while listening to it, I can actually see if I'm missing something. I could even just pause the audio. <laughs> scan read, through a little bit. Yeah, you know, scan through. So I'm not... How long is this going to last? Yeah. It wasn't... None of them were, like, so graphic enough that it took over, like, whole chapters. Yeah. You know, it was... Oh, no. It was... It wasn't so bad that, like, I wouldn't have minded it had I not recommended this to people without listening to it first, but... It's kind of like, um... I don't know. Like, but, like the shock, like she's almost just trying to shock you. Right. I mean, if, well, as if she were aware, just like everyone around her. The cover art is a clue. It's just a middle finger. <laughs> I was looking up, um, like, like resources a, for this, and one of the person's reviews had, like, actually blurred out the finger part, and I was like, that's just silly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not like you're not even seeing the top of the finger, you're seeing babushka. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I definitely made sure that it was not like my son drives home after work um, mm -hmm. some afternoons, and so I didn't put that on for her. Just only just for his comfort to not listen to descriptions of Oksana mm -hmm. doing things. She did a lot of things. Yeah. Um. Would okay. Hang on. Yeah, I'm sad I don't have any like really specific questions for this because I. Couldn't find any. I also don't know exactly how old this book is. I think it's only a couple years old. Mm -hmm. um, it was fun to listen to, especially when she was a kid, because I think Ann and I oh, talked yeah. about she's, she's kind of like right, like right smack age. between our yep. ages. I so I could have related lot. to a lot of 
Yeah. There were a lot of like pop culture references sprinkled in to give you a clue as to the time period. Yeah. Which is sort of refreshing because I haven't, I don't think I've read a lot of books that are set in this time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, especially like she, her dad worked in New York. He wasn't a victim of the Twin Towers, but. But he was there. Like her living in such close proximity to that and finishing her Mm -hmm. high school years. Like. It's kind of refreshing to hear those real worlds. Yeah. Because sometimes... Because you can relate to a lot, you know. Yeah. So how, there for it. how did her father die? Uh, an accident. it was a car accident. Yeah. Okay, because at first, at first when you, you didn't know for sure how he died in their time at the Twin Towers, I thought, did he die in the Twin Towers? But then, no, no I think he it didn't. was just... It was just, like, parallel to that. Yeah. Um... What was I going to say? I had something to say about her dad, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, um... I liked the part, this doesn't have to do with her dad, but I liked the part with, um, cause they kind of get, like I said, they give you like little pop culture references. I was cracking up at the part where the guy got the Google glasses and he was like so excited. Yes. And like, this is the future. Everyone's going to wear Google glasses. I, I love that. I'm <laughs> cringe, cringe. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, sure, dude. Oops, password. That was so funny. Yeah. Um, so my, every week it seems there's a meme that kind of. Like, I remember commercials for those too. Oh, gross. Yeah. It's like, yeah, um, that didn't catch on. I remember. Yeah, the meme that is taking me through this week is um, one my son told me about. Um, I said something like, wouldn't it be nice to fast forward to next year? And he's like, oh, you haven't seen this one where there's a time machine and someone enters 2021. And the response is, please input a valid year. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen one where it's like a time traveler. We're not going to Like nobody will be here. (laughs) It all ends, Karen. (laughs) I was like, oh, maybe we got dyslexic on the Mayan calendar prediction because wasn't it 2012? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody oh, mixed there it up. You go. Um, I saw one that was like a time traveler comes back and they're like, what year is it? And he's like, it's 2020. And the guy was like, before or after the disaster? And the guy was like, you have to be more specific, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> um, oh, it's sad but true. Oh, Kevin was scrolling through cheap t shirts. And he came on one that you've seen, like the 2020 and the dumpster fire yeah. graphic, right? And he came upon one that was 2016. And I was kind of looking at Rachel. I'm like, why would 2016 be a dumpster fire? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you don't know anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's like so tame compared to the year we're living through. Right. Yeah, as you know, at the end of like every year, you're like, "Wow, that year sucked." Next year's gonna be great. <laughs> and it's like, holy crap! Well, <laughs> little did we know. Yeah. I remember everyone saying how awful 2019 was, and 2020 yeah. sounded so hopeful and so wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, little did we know. This is like the year that you know, like there's certain years that were monumental in history. Everyone remembers, like obviously the pandemic. Of- 1918 right. we don't remember. actually people don't yeah like they well, have to be reminded now old enough. <laughs> but, um, or people know when World War II is people know when mm-hmm. the stock market crash was because right. it was a global affecting thing 2020 is one of those things that's and it's and it's a year that's really easy to remember <laughs> yeah it's see. yeah it's crazy yeah but I did like that the time period that this book was set and I would yeah. like to read more like it because it was easy to relate to her. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I mean, perhaps it's the, not that writers are not writing about the current time. It's just that she did a very good job of referencing those cultural references. Right. Yeah, because a lot of books you read are either set in current day. Like yeah. the last book we read was, you know, a contemporary like right book. Now. Right. Or it's set back in, you know, way back when. Yeah. But um, what surprised you most about the book? Oksana wanting children. Yes. I was shocked. Yeah. Because it's like all of a sudden she started talking about how she wanted to have a baby. And I'm like, I don't remember seeing that. any sense to me. (laughs) Um, Um, What did your opinion of the book change as you read it? Did you like it all the way through? I liked it the whole way. Mm -hmm. I liked it enough that I wasn't like some books I start and, you know, it's like I don't like any of the characters or whatever. But by the end, you know, I have given up. (laughs) And I don't think if I wasn't if I wasn't reading this for the book club it wasn't as big of a commitment i don't think i would have given up on it mm. um because sometimes i'm just like eh, i'm over it like i don't like these yeah. people i did that with a book that was supposed to be like this big new release and i saw it at barnes and noble and i was like oh this looks great and they were like this is our book club pick come to our book club i'm like well i'm not actually going to come to your book club no. but like i'd like to read the book and i got halfway through it and it's super big like super thick and i was like i'm just i don't really oh. care <laughs> was it recently made into a movie i don't think HBO? so yeah oh what is that uh, I'm thinking of the Goldfinch. No, it wasn't that. Because I bought that book and I'm like, everybody's excited about it. And right. I never cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> and now that it's a movie, I'm like, huh, should I crack it? <laughs> right. Um, Would you read anything else written by this author? Yeah, I think so. Would you like to hear what her other book is? Sure. So she has one other book that's supposedly coming out next year. Oksana is a mother. Wait, okay, it's not far <laughs> off. Um, it's called Something Unbelievable. This synopsis says... Yeah, okay, that would be unbelievable. Larissa is a stubborn, brutally honest woman in her 80s, tired of her home in Kiev, Ukraine. Oh. Tired of everything in life, really, except for her beloved granddaughter, Natasha. Okay. This so, is the grandmother's story. So yes, it's, it's a slightly different, but yes. <laughs> very similar it seems mm. grandma yep all right it also takes place after they've moved from the ukraine in manhattan so it does seem like maybe you know i like i liked this cultural point of view too mm-hmm. yeah that was something i found constantly engaging i do enjoy reading a book with like a different culture that i don't know too much about mm-hmm. and especially with this and like you get to see a lot of their like home and family life i like yeah um, because it, you know, it's not something I'm, I don't know any Russian people, you no. know? Oh, you know what? I did meet a Russian man this week. Oh, Would you I like to hear a story? I yes. Yeah. I went to the Sorry McDonald's time. drive-thru and the man <laughs> at, the, at the window who takes your money had a very strong Russian accent. Does this feel more? No, this was just oh. down here. Okay. And he told me my total and I was like, okay. And I had it on my card and he says, can I say one personal thing to you? And I was like, uh, <laughs> sure. Which at first I was like, I don't, I don't, no, please don't talk to me. Sorry. But he had a very strong Russian accent. And I was like, sure. He's like, I love your hair. And I was Aww, like, thank you. Awesome. And he took off his little McDonald's cap. He's like, we have the same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thanks, dude. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. So that's um, the only Russian person I currently know is the guy at McDonald's. So my brother had one Russian friend. I just want to brush my head, hand across the top of your hair because it feels no, like it would be so soft, but I'm not going to. Is that an invasion of private space? When I Even did that friends. haircut, there were people who came up to me and just did that and I didn't punch any of them in the you face. You know what? You change your hair a little bit. Back when I had like blue and purple hair, for some reason people feel like they can touch it. Like it's gonna feel like hair. Yeah, like, it's hair! <laughs> someone at the grocery store once when my hair was blue like reached out to touch it. I'm like, I don't know you, number one. Number two, <laughs> it feels like hair. What are you expecting? <laughs> that's, well, yeah. That's something I've never understood about touching other people's hair. Yeah, no. Um, it's hair. 
So it feels like hair. My brother's one Russian friend. His name was Dennis. Um, they were friends it's in high school. Russian. Well, I, I mean, he, he. I don't know. Maybe it was short for something else. Mm, yeah, <laughs> Dennis off. <laughs> um, so Dennis was a tall, skinny guy who was probably like six five already in high school, like a you know junior sophomore junior and he was skinny 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 and he would stay over for dinner and he would like eat the entire pot of spaghetti <laughs> not because he was starving but just he packed he it away <laughs> and then we would play monopoly and you know my little brother and i decade of playing monopoly together we would had our side rules oh yeah Everyone and does. dennis had rules. wanted nothing to do with the side, no rules. side rules and like Take a young man who has grown up in a communist country to have the most staunch <laughs> monopoly capitalist yeah. sitting across from you, and he would just dominate. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want to ever play with you again. <laughs> um, okay, I have one last question. Are there any lingering questions from the book or any, like, unresolved thing that you're still thinking about? Anything that you want, like, more clarity on? Well, at the beginning, it's not so much that I care about any of the characters right. that we pass yeah. through. Like, I have about as much concern for them as Oksana did. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, did Grandma and... Um, I want to hear more about again? Grandma's youth. When she was... Uh, Anatoly Petrovich? Yeah. I love did how they, they always say his name, though, his they get together? He... Huh? Did they get together? Or did she, like, oh, you're gonna die in that one? You know, it. he said, thank you for, like, the best night ever yeah. to Oksana, so I feel like maybe they did. Yeah. I don't they know. They had one night, I think. They did have their one night, but did she stay by him even knowing that she, like, consummated this yeah, flirtation? Yeah, I don't know. They've been friends all these years. She, yeah. kept, she, kept teas- she kept teasing him all these years. Kept him close enough yeah. to, to be nearby, but not... It sounded to-, to me like he seemed like he got enough closure. So I don't know if it was the consummation of their relationship or just, like, spending time together again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I At the beginning of the book, I kept wondering... We were getting set up with all these different characters. Like, what are these people going to be like for her when she's grown up? And then we find out, no, we're just passing through all these people. (laughs) Yeah, none of them really stuck around. And she, like, especially at the end, I was a little bothered by them adding in, I don't remember what his name is, but the man that she cheats on her husband with. Oh, yeah, I don't remember his name either. Because it was like, we met this character literally like a page ago, which (laughs) she did, you know. Maybe it's just there to express the fact that she doesn't, you know. I met him again. She's impulsive. In a different... how old was he, too? Wasn't he, like, her grandmother's age? Or no. Something? He was he's a young man. Yeah. yeah because she oh, was, like, he, sort of being her, her mentor, his yeah. mentor at the oh, yeah. Toastmasters okay. or whatever. Um, oh, that's right. <laughs> did you guys see um, Fire Saga? Or, no, Eurovision, the Fire Saga? Mm-mm. Um, it's the... Oh, it's... I started Will to watch Ferrell it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at him. I didn't see it. I oh, you don't watch like Will it. Ferrell? No, I didn't. I love Will Ferrell. I like Elf. And I didn't. I have first. a low like... threshold for him. Okay. Yeah. You. I was just lightly entertained. So okay. you guys may not. Yeah, I didn't. It. I didn't watch it on purpose. But I do like him. I, I will did not try lie. to. I did try to watch it, but then I got distracted. I got bored. Well, um, so, yeah. this actor's name is not Matthew Crowley, but that's his name from Downton Abbey. What is his name? Oh. That guy's in there? Yes, he plays this oh, Russian okay. singer for Eurovision, and it's, he does such a is good he, time. Is he good the first job. episode? First 
No, it's later. Oh, Stan oh, Stevens. Okay. Dan Stevens. Thank so you. it might be worth giving it a try. He's just also to watch the Beast. It. Yes, that's that's what I was like. God, this guy what? sings he's so the well in Beauty and the Beast, the yep. live action, and he's yep. singing about being the Lion of Love. <laughs> and then, like, and that's when I it clicked. I'm like, ah, oh, it's Matthew Crowley. But it took like many scenes with him portraying this like exaggerated uh, um, character. But, yeah, it's it was very. The, he's the star of that movie. Okay. Okay. So, well, I will <laughs> give it another try just for him. And Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to promise too much, but I did enjoy Matthew Crowley. I mean, okay. Dan Stevens. <laughs> so we meet him again in another, <laughs> in another it's movie. Just, yeah. I liked, okay, I liked Will Ferrell's earlier stuff. As he got older, I just thought he's going to be king of the B-movies. Well, I you know? mean, there's, there's not a... Yeah, SNL stars sometimes make amazing movies that follow, and sometimes I, he's it's such just a, SNL such a, skits a right. little longer. For, some, for such a big name, I expect better from him. I don't. I know, not Will Ferrell. Yeah. Everything is tacos, or what is it? Taco burrito. What's that coming out of your speedo? Like, that's the bar I have for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, actually, I got more interested in him with, um, I think it was called Welcome to Sweden. Amy Poehler's brother. Oh, I never watched that. It was I it was fun, it. and he plays himself in an episode or uh-huh. two, and he really is married to a Swedish woman. What's oh. the What's the one movie he did that was serious, where he was an author and he was dying? Oh, I have no idea. You know, that uh, sounds great. Uh, hold on, let me. I never. I lost interest. It was after great. He did the soccer I don't remember. movie or like the Will kids. Ferrell is one never-ending dad joke. Like the right. whole thing all okay. day long. I can see he is. Is get off that shit. I mean, I do quote a lot of his movies. Often, because my family loves Talladega Nights. Oh, no. no. Right? <laughs> Except when Kevin and I were at the altar. Oh, we kept, no. We kept whispering to each other, dear Lord, baby Jesus. <laughs> yep. And, and What's Kevin Kemp. It's, it's from, from Talladega, Talladega Nights. Nights. Oh. Every, every grace and Which every Which is a race car. He's, he's a race car driver. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And it has, um, oh, I love John C. Riley. I love John C. Riley. I love Riley. him, too. And I'm like, this is going to be amazing. Oh, God. No, it's a bad movie. I don't recommend it. No. Stranger Than Fiction is a good movie, oh, okay. and I, I do recommend it. That. I think I it should. has Emma... What's her name? Um, Emma Thompson is, nice. like, well, the other main Emma character. Anyway. Like well, I think that's it for the end of our book. So, yes. our next book choice comes from Miss Anne, so... All right. So, um, this is a... We're not going to do a random choice, um... I found that I have three copies of this book. Sweet. So I will. I didn't have time to find them, um, so I will put my hands on them and put them in your offices. Okay. Um, the Ocean at the End of the Lane by Neil Gaiman. Mm. I think it's technically... Wait, is that the brand new one that just came out? Oh, no. It's from no. 2013. Okay. But yeah, I did see... It has a see, new one coming out. Yes. And it looks like it's in the spirit of um, I Just Went Out for Milk or whatever, which I read in like one sitting. Um, so this is technically a young adult book, I believe. Um, but who cares? I love Neil Gaiman. Um, here is a synopsis. Sussex, England, a middle-aged man returns to his childhood home to attend a funeral. Although the house he lived in is long gone, he is drawn to the farm at the end of the road, where, when he was seven, he encountered a most remarkable girl, Luddy Hempstock, and her grandmother, er, and her mother and grandmother. He hasn't thought of Letty in decades, and yet, as he sits by the pond, a pond which she'd claimed was an ocean, behind the ramshackle old farmhouse, the unremembered past comes flooding back, 
and it is a past too strange, too frightening, too dangerous to have happened to anyone, let alone a small boy. Ooh. Forty years earlier, a man committed suicide in a stolen car at this farm at the end of the road. Like a fuse on a firework, his death lit a touch paper and resonated in unimaginable ways. The darkness was unleashed, something scary and thoroughly (coughs) incomprehensible to a little boy. And Letty, magical, comforting, wise beyond her years, promised to protect him no matter what. The groundbreaking work from a master, the ocean at the end of the lane, is told with rare understanding of all that makes us human and shows the power of stories to reveal the... to reveal and shelter us from darkness inside and out. It is stirring, terrifying, and elagic fable, as delicate as butterflies' wings, and as menacing as a knife in the dark. So I bought, I think I bought it twice, and then I was given one as a gift. There you go. And I still haven't read it. I just, this is the time. (laughs) It's only, it's like less than six hours, too, if you want to listen to it. So it doesn't seem like it's a huge. No. Um, I know nothing about, nor have I ever read anything by Neil Gaiman. Well, welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I know I mentioned that to you before. Yes. You all were like, um, what? I think you might be surprised by the things that you've enjoyed that he has touched. Yeah. Because he has, um, he has a very dynamic creative life. Um, and he's, he's produced so many, you know, things that are, that are Mm -hmm. cultural touchstones. Right. Um, And he does lecture, um, fairly regularly up at UC Santa Barbara. Yeah, I remember we were. So you when, wanted to go to it, and I was like, to, I don't know who this is. It, well, plus it just didn't work out. The schedule. Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, he, I, he's got a new version or a new guide connecting to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that is going to be coming out soon. Ooh. Did he write that? He, no, no oh. he did not write Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but it's like a guide to the guide. Got it. <laughs> I've tried many times to read a Hitchhiker's Guide, and I literally can't do it. So. I've seen the movie. I love it. Yeah, I love but I can't read the book. The movie is not the same as the first, as the the series that came out on PBS. Like I never thirty saw the years series, ago, actually. Oh, I, I read know. it and I then watched I watched the, the terrible. Like it was not a great movie because it just didn't represent the richness that's in that book. But I love, I love the Hitchhiker's Guide. See the PBS version movie that that came out like when I was in high school in the eighties. Um, that's what I know and. And I don't know anything about the newer version. Oh, that's know- not even that new anyway. I think it's like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. It's uh, What's yeah. His Face, The Hobbit. And- Alan Rickman is the voice of the robot. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever get a chance to watch the original PBS one. It streams. It and is I just really, haven't, really fun. Like, I see it and I haven't done it. So It's mostly, also the actor who plays the Englishman, the last human, the... Anyway, I just know that the secret to <laughs> like, flying. What are you talking about? <laughs> the secret to flying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Explode the earth. The secret <laughs> to flying is is falling and missing. <laughs> A light gravity day like that. I think about often. Uh, do we have any other book recommendations before we end? Mm. Anybody reading anything good? Oh, I, besides I this, a few things. Let me Let's go back to my see. library. I am trying to keep my nonfiction reading to, since we're having plenty of fun picking fiction reading here, Uh and I'm reading The Black Woman's History of America, Hmm. or the United States. I should look up what the proper title is. And it's written by um, a team of authors, and it has lots of interesting things about the history of the black woman in the United States, things I had absolutely not heard about, like um, 
women actually being able to free themselves legally during slavery. Slavery. Mm. Um, it was. It's very good. So if Sounds I interesting. did I recommend The Beauty and Breaking last time? I don't know. I finished it. It's a new book by Michelle Harper, and it's her book about being. Um, She's a female African-American emergency room physician in a profession that is overwhelmingly male and white, brought up in Washington, D.C. in a complicated family. She went to Harvard where she met her husband. It talks about her life as an ER physician. And and actually, it's a poignant, true story of her journey towards self-healing. Each of the patients she writes about taught her something important about recuperation and recovery. How to let go of fear even when the future is murky. How to tell the truth when it's simpler to overlook it. How to understand that compassion isn't the same as justice. As she shines a light on the systemic disenfranchisement of the patients she treats as they struggle to maintain their health and dignity, she comes to the understanding the importance of allowing ourselves to make peace with the past as we draw support from the present. It is a very moving, hopeful, beautiful book. It's called The Beauty and Breaking. Yeah, I heard her interview. It really, and I started following her on Instagram. She's just, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, that's a nonfiction book. Mm-hmm. The fiction book, I am totally, I'm almost, I just finished, is called The Bone Jar by S.W. Kane. Oh, I think you talked about that. I'm, I don't know why, but I'm sort of always drawn to mysteries that involve, uh, psychiatric hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why, Those but just something, mis- it's creepy, but it's, it's, yeah. And then my next, oh, like, journey into, like, what I want to better educate myself on is, I'm going to read a lot about the Constitution and the history of the Constitution because mm-hmm. there's a lot of disrespect to the Constitution right now, and I think a lot of illegal things are happening. Okay. No, <laughs> so I, yeah. I want to better arm myself with actual knowledge so that I can there stand up for my There are constitutional rights. people who who study the Constitution. They major as constitutional lawyers so they can take it apart. Yeah. Uh, um, and... It, I'd rather we fix the parts that are broken without sacrificing the core and making sure that the, the parts of it that don't specifically rule out people, let them apply to everybody. I have mm-hmm. a recommendation that's not a book, but talking about that, mm-hmm. um, my husband subscribes to, have you heard of The Great Courses? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the great courses plus I would recommend because if you want to learn about whatever it is, it's like a college course via video. So you can get a little concentrated, uh, which is easier for me to, you know, intake information like that. Yeah. Than if I have to sit down and read a book. So um, I can recommend the great courses. And then a book that I was, I picked up this week that I had already. Um, I bought it at like a gift shop once and it's this little hardcover um, nonfiction it's called Girl Squads, and it's 20 female friendships that changed history. Ooh. But oh. it's like little stories, like little short stories that, in you know, throughout history about how, uh, women and their friendships and stuff like that. Ooh. And it inspired the that book that I want to pick for my next one, because one of these short stories is actually more like there's a, a uh, fiction book about it Ooh. that I'm very interested in. So it's a cute, fun little it's read. Girl Squads? Girl Squads by Sam Maggs. It was... It's a oh, there it is. Cute light reading. I haven't finished it yet, but I you can sort of read one story at a time. So I like those yeah. little books. Yep, it's fun. Nice. Okay, well, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you enjoy reading. Was it the ocean at the end of the the ocean at the end of the lane? There you go. Okay, Neil Gaiman. 
So we will see you in a month for that. And uh, I think that's it. All right. Bye. Bye.